0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Chit Chat About This and That. I'm your host, Miss Pookie Poo, and in today's episode, we're going to be doing another story time. Now, this one is weird and just silly and kind of sad and pathetic, so let's go ahead and get started. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this wild, crazy story time. So it was um, a previous, previous, previous place of employment. And when I entered into the building, I already had the skills I needed, plenty, plenty, plenty of experience um, that qualified me to jump right in and just get started with working. Of course, I had to get used to, you know, a new place. But as far as knowing the skill to do the job, I already had it. So I came in the building and I basically was just, you know, doing my thing. Maybe four years after working there, my manager wanted me to start working in the management field. So she had me do some other training, like to drive the company's vehicle. And also she wanted me to start working up front to close the building down in the afternoon. So in the mornings, I will do my normal job. Then I will go on my lunch break. And then when I come back from my lunch break, I would um, be up front in management and helping people when they come in or just managing the whole building and everyone that works in the building. And I will close down for the night, code out, lock up, go home. So, No, that was pretty cool for me, but I still was doing my normal job, which I wanted to do. I never saw myself working in management because that wasn't my goal, my passion. You know, that wasn't what I was working towards. My passion was actually being there, doing the job that I was hired to do. So I went ahead and took the position and I closed down. I did it for about a year. And then after that, she wanted to ship some. People out to different centers, different places, and she wanted me to be her assistant manager. Now, about around this time, we had an employee that worked there that just has sneaky conniving ways to her, and she wasn't like the best person. To, like, trust. She would act like she was kind and gentle and considerate just so she can, like, sting you with a thousand bees. And so, I kept my eye on her, but I was cordial and I respected her. And um, I didn't give her a chance to sting me at all. And so she basically wanted my position so the things that she would do to try to get in my position was to sit up front in my seat if i walked away from my desk or if i wasn't there try to you know mess with the computer just do stuff that managers do when it wasn't her job title to do now i already was feeling kind of you know down because i wasn't doing what i came there to do it you know it wasn't my passion but I just, I did it to have something new under my belt and to just have a new experience as well. And I just thought I might, you know, end up liking it. So I went on here and just did it. Um, And so she just seemed like, She just wanted my position so bad. So she would come up front, hang around my desk if I'm there, try to tell me what to do, which I didn't let her, and just be, you know, stupid sometimes. Um, There's many occasions where she would talk about me to other employees, talk about me to, like, People that came in to the facility, she would try to get me fired if I made a mistake. May I remind you, this is my first time being an assistant manager. So she would try to get me fired for any little mistake by telling the manager or any little thing I did or said wrong. Um, and it didn't work. Um, she also told somebody at the job that was close to me that I didn't deserve the position because I didn't have any kids or a husband like no responsibilities and i was just like whoa let's back that train up children and a husband is not the only responsibility in the world they are responsibilities but there are so many more there are people who take care of their elderly family and parents there's people who have a home a house to pay for a car note groceries health insurance dental insurance like the list goes on and on and on so you're telling me that a doctor who went to school for many years who stayed up countless nights Working hard, earning their degrees to become a doctor, lawyer, a chef, whatever it is. They don't deserve their degree and their position that they're in because they don't have kids or a husband or a wife. That doesn't make any sense. Like make it make sense to me. So moving on. I ignored it. If it was for her, my manager would have gave it to her. Obviously, my manager didn't trust her because she was conniving, sneaky, and a liar, and a snake. So she felt that I was the best candidate because I didn't show those qualities. So she was still jealous, trying her best to just get me out the seat. One day she so-called broke her foot, couldn't drive the vehicle. I wasn't doing the ve- the company vehicle as much because I was upfront and assist as a assistant manager, but I did do it sometimes, and she had did it more than me. and um, she didn't like that because it felt to her it felt like that I was above her. And so she hurt her foot, had to wear some kind of boot. And that you can get from any doctor, and you can keep it as if you've had it already, you could put it back on if you wanted to be sneaky and pretend just saying y'all and so. She couldn't drive the vehicle. So I had to end up, you know, driving the vehicle. I was not upset about the vehicle. I was upset about the fact that she was milking things just so that I can do her job and she can do my job. So I went to the manager with my concerns and she accused me of being jealous of her. And I just was like, why would you say I'm jealous of her? I'm not jealous of her. I'm just coming to you with my concerns about what I'm seeing and hearing. And she just was like, well, she has a hurt foot. And da, 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 da. So I said, OK, whatever. I was already fired up. So I walked away and to go to the bathroom and collect myself so that I wouldn't harbor being upset all day and be an ugly person to everybody. So I got myself together and left, took the vehicle, did what I had to do and came back. Um, this right here is what takes the cake. My manager's sister had just moved into a new house with her family and somebody ordered cable at her my manager's sister's house. And get this, y'all, they ordered the cable and left my first and last name to say I was the one that ordered the cable for my manager's sister's house. So my manager, basically, I found out because my manager called me at the job and she was like, hey, I know it's not true, but I want you to be aware. Somebody ordered cable for my sister house and left your first and last name. And I know you didn't do it, but I want you to be aware because that's weird. And I said, that is weird. Who would even do some kind of nonsense like that? And it bothered me because I was just like, this chick will go to the extreme. So I assumed it was her. Come to find out, my manager found out that it was her. And I'm just like, when are you going to say something or put your foot in about this lady? Um, but she just kept doing little things here and there, trying to get me fired, trying to get me to leave. And it was other things going on besides that, that I didn't like and agree with. And so I had a person that used to work there that ended up leaving the company and went to another company. And they were telling me about what they were doing, where they were at. And so she ended up getting me, um, told me to come in and talk to the managers there and you know, get an interview, get an application and all of that. So I came in on my lunch break, got an application, chit-chatted with the managers for a few, took it with me, filled it out, brought it back. And um, I ended up getting an interview. And so I had came on my lunch break again to get the interview and they already knew I was working somewhere else and that I couldn't stay there very long. But they love my um, application and they already had, you know, just positive things said about me to my um, former um, co-worker that, worked, that was working there. And so I came on my lunch break. the Both managers came and sat down, was talking to me. One manager sat for five minutes, got up and said, I don't need to hear anymore. I love her. She is awesome. Her res- resume and her application is great. She has the the skills hire her I'm gone (laughs) and she laughed so the other manager still talked to me she was a big manager she was still talking to me asking me little questions like giving me scenarios or what out scenarios if I would do this what would happen blah 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 so she was just like I want to hire you I feel like you're a good fit for this team um and I told her I'll just give a two weeks notice to do it properly, not just leave dramatically or whatever. And she said, yes, that's the proper thing to do. I said, but if I don't stay the whole two weeks, I will definitely contact you and let you know. She said, yes, please do that so we can have you start right away. So I get back to work and left back out to take the vehicle. And I just did a lot of thinking while I was, you know, on my route with the vehicle. And then... Um, I already had my two weeks written up and I was contemplating on doing it. I wasn't going to leave because I was just too scared of the unknown. And I was just OK and comfortable what I was doing, where I was at. So then I get back to the job and I said, OK, let me try to give it to her. So I knock on her door, my manager, and I said, can I talk to you? And she was like, what? I'm busy. And so I said, OK, so I closed the door and walked away. And that was my cue to tell me. Give her the note today. Do not back paddle. Do not be scared. This is your cue to do it. Because it's never going to change what you're trying to run away from. So I went to the back near the time clock. And I sat there and contemplated, thought about it. And then I ended up just clocking out at my normal time, walking up front. And I... Gave her the note because the door was open and I closed the door behind me and she was like, what's this? And she opened it. She read it and she was sat down and said, really, really? You mean to tell me that you're leaving me? Really? At this moment? Are you kidding me? And then she was like, and I'm going on vacation, and you're leaving me? And I was supposed to leave you in charge? And she was like, is it about so-and-so? Because I asked you if you needed me to help you with the situation. You told me no, and that you had it under control, which I didn't tell her that. She just wanted to, she liked to ruffle people feathers and, like, give people tests all the time. But it wasn't always the best thing to do for the situation, because it wasn't an easy-peasy situation. And then I just was like, it's just time for me to go. I'm not just I'm done and you know it took me to get to this point to leave because of the choices that was made here or your choices upon me or so and so and I said so just time for me to go the owner was there at the time and she came in trying to talk to me and was like you know what because she knew how much the manager wanted me there and appreciated what I did but did she really so she pus- she must talk about me in a good way to, to the owner a lot because she was like in panic mode, but she was calm, cool, collected. She said, take the two weeks back, take the weekend to think about it and come back on Monday and we will talk about it. That was her cue for saying we're going to try to offer her everything in the world to get her to stay. If I give a two weeks notice, that means you've given me, you've pushed me to do it. I have took time to think about it a lot of time and I found somewhere else to go. And it's better. And so I'm done. I won't change my mind for no amount of money in the world. So don't even try it. And so and you can't bribe me. And so I said, okay. So I left the two weeks notice. My manager knew my okay meant I won't come in back. So I walked out to my car. I cried on the way because I just was relieved of all the nonsense for six plus years. I was relieved. And, and plus it was nonsense going on before I even came into management with like just employees. And, you know, I had a group of a circle of friends as well. And just drama in with that. And I like to have fun. I like to go out. I like to it, back then, and I like I like to party and just meet new people, have fun. You know, I didn't like to sit around and gossip and have drama and talk about people and you know stare people in the back and I don't like all that. It, it just it just boils my blood and so I don't like it. So I ended up distancing myself from you know some people that was working there for those reasons. But so I left. And I was going to tell the new job that I can go ahead and start. But I said, nope, give yourself two weeks to relax. This is your vacation before you get back into work because you're not going to get a vacation for a year. So just take the time, relax, live your life, have fun. And also at my job that I was leaving, I had a lot of vacation days stored up. And also I had a lot of extra days that they give you um, stored up. If you come to work every day, you don't call out, you get, you know, you get extra days and hours and stuff to use for anything. So I had so much stored up. I said, please cash it out on my last check so that, you know, I can just have all my time that I earned. And so I had enough to pay my bills, to have fun and everything until I got back, got to my new job. And that's what I did. And um, needless to say, it was the same field. Um, of course, just different people, different facility. Um, it was a different experience. I'm not there anymore, as well. I was there for many, many years, as well, but um, just for many years. I'm talking like I'm um, an old woman. Many years I was there, <laughs> but um, just jumping back into the the drama and the negativity at my place where you know I, I left. If you're anywhere and you feel like that you're not valued, you feel like that you're working your ass off and you're not being seen. If you feel like that you're working with somebody who's devious, underhanded, sneaky, conniving, it's best to let them know that you know who they are, but in a respectful way. And make sure that you keep your managers in contact. Keep everything on paper, everything in black and white, in your phone, whatever. Keep track of everything that goes on. And... Don't think that if you just ignore things and not address them, that they're going to go away because they're not. I've learned the hard way. And if you have a passion, if you have something in your heart that you were born with or that you that comes easy to you. And if you're working somewhere to fulfill that passion and it's not working out, be a badass boss and make your own business, do your own thing. It's so many people out here that have their own business, doing their own thing, making their own money, clocking into their own time, having people working for them. Do your own thing because at the end of the day, you're never going to be happy and satisfied and it's not going to work out for you. Some people like to work for people and some people don't and that's okay. If you feel like where you're at is not working out and you try it again, it's not working out find something else where you don't have to work for nobody else, but you work for yourself and you can put your own creative spin on it. You can make your own rules and be your own boss. Don't let anybody tell you who you are and who you're not and put labels on you because of their insecurities, because trust me, I've been there and am there. Don't let people do that to you. It is not ideal. It is not healthy for you physically or mentally so just make sure that you do what makes you happy, without hurting anyone in the process or yourself. Um, the situation that I where I'm at now, it's kind of the same feel, but it's it's still some of the same little things going on. But I've grown over the years, and I don't allow anything that I don't like, and I say something. And I voice things. Um, But you're still going to have people who try your patience and try and push the limit. Um, And so put your foot down and you let it go. But yeah, I have a girl that she just she's like in competition with me, but really in competition with herself. And she's so insecure about herself that she's in competition. She thinks she's in competition with me. But I had to let her know what I do. I've been doing this for so many years that it comes natural to me because it's my passion and I love doing it and I don't have to compete with anybody. So, but she's, this is, she's not, she's never been in this position before that she's in and this field that she's in. So basically she wants to prove that she's better or the best and she can do whatever I can do. Um, but she's really hurting herself and she's, Putting a bad taste in my mouth because she's doing it in a distasteful way. And, you know, just seeing little things here and there about me or whatever to other people. But it's her insecurities and she can't take anything away from me that I've earned, that I've gained, and that I know. And that's all I got to say. But I'm going to stop babbling and I will catch you in my next episode. And until next time, you've been listening to Miss Pookie Poo. With chit-chat about this and that. Oh, be sure to go follow me on my Instagram. Chit-chat about this and that. Underscore after each word except for the last word. Follow me over there and just connect with me over there. Talk to me over there. And let's continue to vibe out. Happy Memorial Day.